This is an IG paid post. The news and editorial staff of the Financial Times had no role in its preparation. Hello and welcome to IG's Decoding the Markets. I'm Victoria Scholar and with me on the pod today is Charlene Lee, best-selling author and principal analyst at Ultimeter, along with Chris Beecham, who's the chief market analyst at IG. And we're here to talk about the tech sector. Chris, I want to start with you. Obviously, a lot of the activity in 2018 has been about this race to a trillion dollars. Do you think we'll continue to see more tech companies following the footsteps of Apple and Amazon or will we be heading back down lower from here? Well, assuming, well, barring any major change in the fundamentals, indeed, in the economic outlook and trade wars obviously pose perhaps the biggest risk we've seen for a long time. I do think we'll see this trillion mark surpassed by by others in the sector and in, to be fair, in the stock market more broadly. But the rise in valuations, the rise in stock prices, particularly, of course, in tech, has been underpinned by the much stronger fundamentals. I think over the last three or four years, people have said, is this the tech boom 2.0 the latest crunch just around the corner are we are we headed for uh, further gains i think this time around for many of them uh, the size of their revenues the size of their growth and the the, the way they've managed to dominate the market and generate this amount of cash uh, suggests that these valuations are supported and we should see more surpass this mark in due course charlene i want to get your view do you think we could be reaching peak valuations for the sector i think for some of those uh, players like Chris was talking about, it's very possible that they could get to even greater valuations. But I think some of them, in particular people like Amazon and Netflix, uh, some of those fundamentals are being called into question, especially around the profit generations and where those monies and cash flows are coming from. So I think it's a mixed story. If you look at tech overall, it's been booming because so many changes have been happening. And even more changes with artificial intelligence and quantum computing are coming down the pipe. So even more growth potential, uh, but a little, bit, a little bit of caution there, too, for some of the specific players. You mentioned artificial intelligence there. I want to get your view on where you think the next kind of tech zeitgeist is going to come from. What's the next big product that everyone's going to be really excited about? Well, I do think it's just artificial intelligence. It's not new necessarily, but it's still very early in the process. Uh, we're just beginning to just touch on the potential and opportunity. And companies are going as fast as possible to try to figure out how to best use it. Uh, so I do think this, the, the role of data and analytics to just bring things, make things simpler um, and more relevant to people is, is still very much the edge of where those uh, growth areas are coming from. The interesting thing, I suppose, is, is where the advantage lies with this AI improvement. Um, would, would it belong to the, the smaller, more nimble companies, or will it go the advantage go to those like Google, arguably, with uh, either financial muscle to really make this work and also I think fundamentally the data the vast streams of data they can use uh, to provide the kind of more efficient algorithms to really take advantage of this it's it's an interesting um, sort of paradox who will actually end up with the real advantage from as you say that the next big boom in absolutely this yeah I think that's one of the things who are going to be the winners which companies are going to win which companies are going to ultimately lose now Chris I want to get your view if there are any parallels between the tech sector now and in the run-up to that 2000.com bubble. 
Well, I, 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 it always wary of saying this time is different. I think we do see um, a far more mature sector. I think we see um, companies that have learned how to, to use the web to their advantage, but also to, to broaden themselves out beyond this. Um, if you look at Google and Amazon and even Facebook, their presence is far more in, in the real world in a way that I think that the first tech bubble, if you like, if we were to call this one a tech bubble, I might take issue with that. But the first tech bubble, um, they're sort of very much in the background and they were proclaimed to be um, great rates of growth on offer but this never materialized whereas this time around we have seen that and i think we should assume that even after this you know, multi-year bull market tech stocks i think there is further upside in those valuations than in the stock market more broadly and charlene i want to get your views on that as well do you see any parallels at all a different type of parallel. The stock market, again, is booming, and so investors are very, very optimistic about the future growth. But the fundamentals are different. Back in 2000, the market was being driven by a lot of speculation, not built on fundamentals, as Chris was saying. And also, the venture capital market was very much driving it. Uh, new IPOs coming up. Uh, so the valuations were between 300 to 1,000 times the PE. Right now, the market right now is about 350 times of PE. Um, so it's a fundamentally different space that we're in today um, and the dynamics of the market instead of speculation is being built on real profits and growth. And I want to pick up on one of your points there, IPOs, because we've seen a lot of those in the tech sector this year, whether we're talking about Sonos, Xiaomi, Spotify, Drop, Dropbox. Do you think we're going to see more tech IPOs or less when it comes to next year? I think, again, one of the problems is that the IPOs are getting harder and harder because companies have other ways to raise money through the private sector. So we see this change in the equity markets really driving the tech market also as well, and that companies are waiting longer and longer, having a stronger record of profits before they go public. So I think one of the interesting things to watch are the coin offerings as well, because there are, again, offerings where you can have a lot more control over what happens in terms of the equity markets. I do think that the fact that you're seeing fewer coming through is probably a healthy thing overall for the market. There's no longer this rush to go public as you felt it was getting that way uh, with some of the later offerings, certainly Snap and a few others. Blue Apron, I think, was another example. It's sort of, you can arguably call it a tech stock. It, 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 there was a desire to get in the market before, if you like, the easy money uh, was done and we would see a transition to different financial conditions because we are moving into a later part of the economic cycle. Conditions are getting tighter, although nowhere near as much as they were in the, in the early parts of the 2000s. And I think that means that people are much happier to sit and wait until they have that proven and tested product and the visibility of revenues and indeed earnings as well, which ultimately is good, I think, for the market rather than just this unseemly rush to just go public and be done with it. Now, of course, we are towards the later end of the cycle, like you mentioned, Chris. Charlene, if we were to see some kind of leg lower in the tech sector, I'm wondering what you think that might mean for the Asian tech giants. Do you think they will get dragged down by Silicon Valley or will investors substitute US tech for Asian companies? I think, actually, they will not be dragged down as much because it's a fun, fundamentally different market that they're in and, and, frankly, a vastly bigger and untapped market in terms of the growth. The middle class coming up in Asia and especially China has needs and goods that they want to get access to, and those tech companies will facilitate that. So I see a, a very different market, and especially as these American companies are being weighed down by, I, I anticipate, future regulations, the investors will seek other markets where those regulations 
will not be impacting the tech sector as much. All right, now that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for listening to IG's Decoding the Markets with me, Victoria Scholar. And thank you to my guests, Charlene Lee, best-selling author and principal analyst at Altimeter, along with Chris Beecham, IG's chief market analyst. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 